There we go. Nice. I'm, I'm very aware this is coming out in like a post-Omicron world and we both sound like we're dying. Yeah, this is very true. Is it post-Omicron or it present Omicron? I don't know. We've got two weeks. Two weeks. So it'll be coming out two weeks yesterday. Post, yeah, maybe, maybe it is post-Omicron world. Maybe, um, maybe we're on to the next one. Pre-whatever. Moon variant is the one I'm looking forward to. The moon to. variant. Just because it sounds like a Final Fantasy move. Yeah. I'm looking forward to the uh, the Nicolas Cage variant. Nice. Um, just causes you to scream things. <laughs> you guys are making a podcast. Ugh, no one asked for this. So welcome to the podcast nobody asked for with me, Ian Harris. And me, Graham Jones. And as you can tell, we both feel like shit. <laughs> but because we care, and this is the last episode of the year, we thought, we fuck it, let's, let's be brave little soldiers. Power us through. through with our onion, lemon, lemsips. Um, yeah, I'm... Onion, lemsips, strepsils. Yeah, lots of paracetamol. Uh, I've had a Barocca every day for the past four days. Has it helped? No. <laughs> well, imagine how bad you would have been without the Barocca. This is true. I'd have been deceased. The only problem I have with Barocca is I'll forget I've had one and only remember when my piss turns luminous. <laughs> and there's always a brief moment where I think, like, my kidneys are packed. Some, something. Something's gone wrong. Yeah, you know, like that episode, the um, scene in uh, Role Models with the Minotaur. Yes, exactly that. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it is the end of 2021. We are through another year. Yeah. And it will be our, our second summary episode, which is... <laughs> I was like, our second summary episode? Why are we doing a summary episode in winter? Yeah. Hey. Well, because uh, Ari Aster's been summary. <laughs> uh, no, so, as we did last year, the end of the year is time for us to look back, realise we haven't actually watched that many new things, but still, we're going to come out with a top three list. So, yeah. as last year... Uh, we're going to run through our top three TV shows of the year and our top three movies of the year. And there's not going to be any arguing. We're just going to give you give you what our top three is. Because opinions. Yeah. You know, and it's. I think we probably said the same thing last year, but it's, it's not a time for arguing. It's a time for... Oh, I don't even know. What is... When, when's this coming out? New Year's? It's a time for social distancing. <laughs> time for social distancing. Lockdowns and, and Boris Johnson being a cunt. Well, not lockdowns. It's the government saying, "Well, just risk aversion." Is the phrase he seems to be. Oh, my favorite throwing out a lot. My favorite one the other day was they were talking. They they did like a whole press conference thing, and they were like, "Oh yeah, everything's open, and like you can still go to stuff, but also you shouldn't go to stuff. Like if yeah. you want to go to football, I mean, you could go to football, but you shouldn't go to football. But you can go to football. But you can it's go to your, football. It's your choice if you go to football. It's your it's your choice if you go to football and then you infect all your loved ones and they all die. But you can go and do that if you want. Luckily for me. Uh, the choice has been taken away from me because COVID has ripped through the Watford squad and we've had two games postponed now. Uh, yeah, we, the last two Scarlet's games have been called off as well. Yeah, I think I've just seen London Irish's uh, uh, game. Seven, seven cup game, rugby cup yeah. games this weekend have been uh, postponed. And before that, others were... Because if, if, if the reason you can't play is because of the travel restrictions, it can be postponed. Yeah. 
if the reason you can't play is because of positive tests, it gets um, forfeited. Okay. Because that's then the game could have gone ahead, but it's your fault. So it you hasn't. fucked it. Yeah. Um, so, uh, in the spirit of uh, unwrapping, unwrapped, unwrapped. Oh, well, um, I like Spotify. I have some uh, some podcast facts from the year. Excellent. So hit uh, me. So far, this calendar year, we've been listened to in 51 countries. Jesus. Which is uh, absolute insanity. What's the, uh, what's the most obscure? The most obscure? Yeah. Is it like, is, is there anyone listens? I, I'm, I think maybe we had this before. Is there anyone listened to us in Burkina Faso? Uh, no, we've had oh. someone in Panama and Caracas. Okay. Is it Caracas? Caracas in Venezuela? C-U-R-A-C-A. Oh, Curacao. Curacao. Oh. We've had someone in Curacao. I'm not 100 percent sure where that is. It's. I want to say this. I mean, I'm doing no research here. So you're going to air out my terrible geography. I want to say it's in the Caribbean. We, we, we can check if if uh, it is in fact in the Caribbean. Then you are still going to be hearing us talk. <laughs> if not, <laughs> I will subtly edit the actual answer in. Um, and in that time. Do you know what our top three episodes or top three downloaded episodes? Well, one I know because it still astounds me is the Midsummer one, right? Yes, yeah, so Midsummer is our our Midsummer special is our most downloaded episode, and that's fucking mental. <laughs> I mean, I appreciate it because people clearly saw us as experts on the subject. Yeah, and uh, I hear um, I hear Florence Pugh listens to it to to get sleep of a night. When Zach Braff's annoying her. We've uh, we've all been there. <laughs> yeah, I, I can never sleep when Zach Braff's around. He just keeps He's talking about Scrubs. Me. Scrubs. Oh, I've written a movie and I'm going to be in it. Yeah. I'm going to fundraise it, uh, crowdsource it, though. Oh, crowdsource. oh, I did a play. Oh, it was great. <laughs> I, did, I did this film where, stop, stop me if you've heard this before, there's an indie playlist. <laughs> I'm a guy who's a bit uncomfortable in his skin. <laughs> Um, I saw his play in London. It was quite good. Oh, really? Yeah. I've got the play script somewhere. Oh, nice. We'll act it out. No, no. Well, we could. I don't, I don't know what you want from me, Graham. Uh, well, that's that's a long list. And maybe, well, actually, no, that sounds sinister if I say maybe it's not appropriate for the podcast. That it does sounds very sinister. sinister. Yeah. I want my <laughs> my Nazi scalps here, and that's what I want from you. <laughs> Look, I'm going to get them, all right? <laughs> Social distancing doesn't doesn't gel well with a scalping ho- uh, hobby. Uh, so number one scalping is... Scalping holiday. Yeah. You've never been on a scalping holiday? I haven't, no. Ah. Um, bloody travel restrictions. Your loss. So uh, number one uh, is the Midsummer special. Yeah. Uh, number two, villains who have a point. Nice. Our... Would you, would you, I wouldn't say turning point episode, but it's definitely the episode we realized, ah, people are still listening to this when it's an hour and 45 minutes long. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think we realized that, um, long form is our, is our niche. Is it a niche? I don't know if it's a niche. It's our jam. It's our jam. Yeah. It's our jam. I think jam, because I think niche implies we're one of the few podcasts doing it. And, uh, we're not. I don't think there, so. There's some other no. people out there doing these like we're still two hours. We, we're still a third of a Rogan, which I believe is a an actual term. I don't or, actually to go for a podcast. I actually like. Uh, we're running at about half a socially distant sports bar. Okay, 
who started off exactly as we did under an hour yeah and then ballooned to now closer to three yeah i definitely don't ever want to be compared to a rogan no it's uh, it sounds like a it sounds like one of those fucked up sex acts that don't actually ever happen to anyone ever <laughs> what, like uh, missionary <laughs> i was thinking more uh <laughs> st- strawberry cheesecake screeching pelican seagull donkey punch angry dragon was it angry dragon uh, it's in there. Superman. Superman, Spider-Man. All that. Lois Lane. Fun stuff. Aunt May. We could just just keep saying random. It's just like a, a verb and then a noun and it'll be uh, it'll be the yeah. yeah. Squelching pig. Disgruntled elephant. <laughs> um so number 3, disenfranchised pork pie. <laughs> oh god, that's disgusting, Graham. That's disgusting. <laughs> I've really I've really lowered the tone, haven't I? Um and number three, we have controversial movie opinions. Oh, clickbait sells. Uh, just behind uh, controversial movie opinions is soundtrack. films where the soundtrack is better than the film. Number one. Uh, yeah, episode. As in the first episode. In the good old giddy days of October 2020. I don't think I could listen back to that episode because I was equal parts unprepared and drunk. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there was a lot of, a lot of episodes, to be fair, we've been drinking. Yeah. Not so much now, because we're recording this at 20 past three. We are in the, drinking. In the afternoon. It's just lem sip. Yeah. We're going, uh, we're going hard. We're on a juice cleanse. A nice little lem sip cleanse. That does sound <laughs> like a wanky thing you'd get at a yoga retreat, doesn't it? It probably was. Oh, can you imagine? A lem sip body wrap. All you had for like a week was lem sip. It'd be... <laughs> Slight tangent. Have you listened to the new uh, Off Menu with Sarah Kendall? Yes. <laughs> I mean, yeah. he'd be shitting as quickly as Sarah Kendall. <laughs> Yes, yeah. Or is uh, like Ed Gamble after his ten days of not shitting? Yeah, and they're just seven in a row. Yeah, I I was a big fan of that episode of uh, of her just belittling James Acaster for liking puddings. Yeah, you're a fucking baby. Because she James. had two names, uh, two mains instead. Yeah. But what are your? Compl- we, we didn't prep this question. What are your your favorite podcasts of the year? Favorite cricket podcast of the year. So um, off menu is going to be up there because it is fantastic it consistently great i would then go to be fair shout out to um friend of the podcast nate and the the pad hoc listen to that it's been quite interesting given the the season we had in f1 and then without a doubt the newcomer of the year is uh is three bean salad it is the easiest listening i think i've ever had and it is just brilliant easiest um as long as you don't mind not being able to tell the people apart (laughs) yeah that is that is the that is the tricky part um so for me three bean salad's definitely up there like i mentioned before socially distant sports bar i really enjoy off menus definitely up there and then yeah friends of the podcast uh coppola connections in cage rage for all your nicholas cagey needs as well and i think those are the main ones that i will I will listen to regardless of what the subject is. There's a lot of podcasts yeah. like the Richard Herring one. Mark uh, Maron. Yeah, Mark Maron. How did this get made? Where depending yeah. on what the episode is, I dip will, in. I will dip, dip tentatively into the podcast waters. Okay, so... Ian, what's your favourite thing with the numbers 2021 in it? <laughs> all of them. <laughs> all of them. Or, 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 or one or uh, any combination. Uh, 2112. 2112. The Rush... Uh, album oh nice cool 
Is that what you were expecting? No. Actually, actually having an answer? No. Well, <laughs> you've kind of you've 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 doubled up on the ones there. Not true, but it's got the numbers in. It has got the numbers in, um, apart from the zero. Poor old zero. Yeah. Out on his own. Yeah. But combining them all, I don't know. No, I mean it's a terribly difficult question. Like, yeah. Uh, two f- f- stuff. <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Eights. Eights are good. Yeah. Don't know what I was doing on the twenty-first of the second, but twenty-first uh, of the second. Not the twentieth of December. Twentieth of December is not yet, so I was just trying to combine them in another yeah. way. Oh, well, there has been there have been in your lifetime uh, thirty-two previous twentieth. Oh, 21st of December, I'm fairly sure. 20, 21st of That no. is... Wait. No. That's 2112. <laughs> what is <laughs> we're happening? Back to, we're back to rush. <laughs> you confused um, me with that. 20th. Uh, no, it is. No. 20. 20th of <laughs> there's no, There's not, there's not yeah. 21 months, are there? <laughs> no, that would, that, so that would be like October next year. <laughs> um, I'm going to stick with rush. Cool. So like Good answer. Good answer. Good answer. So, um, on that note, yeah. Uh, before we, before we dive into shit, mm. um, what is your movie recommendation for this week? Uh, my movie recommendation for this week is one of our top three movies from last year, <gasps> um, and I'm going to go with the Oscar-winning Parasite. Very, very nice. Um, it's something. It's it's a film. I know we went into quite a lot of detail with it previously uh, on that one episode, but it hasn't come up as much as it should have. I don't think it is such a good film. Um, I, I think the problem the problem I have with Parasite. Uh, let, let me rephrase that. Cause that sounds like I'm about to uh, hot take something. Um, the issue with picking Parasite for things, yeah, is I weirdly don't want people to know a lot about it. All I want them to yeah. know about the film is that they should see it. Yeah, which I think is is uh, is is fair because it is one of those ones you should go in as blind as possible to. I think. Yeah. Um, like any any characters you would put into an episode, you would have to explain why, and that kind of ruins yeah. the film. And I don't want to. I know. I know. It's. I know. We spoil films all the time, but Parasite is because it is subtitled. I. I feel like we need to give it a bigger buffer zone for people to get round to watching it. Yeah, absolutely. It's one of those that you don't want to uh, spoil us for. Who, who thought they'd all turn out to be robots? Let alone Gundam-sized robots as well. Yeah. That was, that was a very, shock. Very surprising. Um, but yeah, fantastic film. Um, I still haven't watched the black and white version yet. And um, I think I, that's going to be a, a New Year's resolution because um, it's meant to be very, very good. Christmas Day. Christmas Day, yeah. What's Come down to the tree, unwrap your presents. What's the black and white version of Parasite? Yeah, and then pop on Schindler's List. Yeah, nice little Rush album on the side. <laughs> um, but so, yeah, go watch Parasite. It's a great film. Yeah. So if uh, so, Parasite was your favourite film of last year. Yeah. Um, what else would you recommend people to watch um, if if a uh, South Korean tale isn't for them? If a South Korean tale isn't for them, maybe we could go fly west a little bit, head to Europe, perhaps the Nordics, settling around, I don't know, Sweden, and hang out with the Haga at, and watch Midsummer because it's great. Blood Eagles, face smashing, 
talking of three bean salad earlier, they did quite a good bit on uh, Midsummer where oh, really? they where they debate whether a stupor thing is a real thing or like a. Oh, I, th- I think I might have listened to that. And then they go on and say, oh, yeah, and like, you know, like all things with the Vikings, it's it's made up. And they talk about... Yes, I have listened hats, to that. And then they get into the point where it's like, oh, yeah, and the, you know, the, the boats and the pillaging and the raping and everything. It just basically, their conclusion is that Vikings are a myth. Like Australia and Finland. Like Australia and Finland, yeah. yeah. It is perplexing that people don't believe Australia exists. But anyway, that is for another podcast. Yeah. It's one of those things, I, I, I assume... People say it as a joke, but I think that is overestimating people. Oh yeah. So out of our out of our top three films of last year, mm. so we had Parasite, yeah, uh, number one, Jojo Rabbit, number two, and then you had Uncut Gems, yeah, and I had The Lighthouse. Yes. Um, would you change that? I don't do you, think, do you think so. That's still. No, I don't think so. Um, have I? Re- Interestingly, I've I've probably this year. Out of those three, I have actually watched Jojo Rabbit probably another two or three times yeah. this year. So even though I do think Parasite probably just still edges it, Jojo Rabbit definitely has the rewatchability appeal yeah. of the three. Still, I haven't put myself through Uncut Gems again because I don't want to be that stressed. <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not sure how rewatchable Uncut Gems is, and that's not an insult either. Well, again, talking of things where you don't necessarily want yeah. to know the endings or spoilers, yeah. like once you know that, it's kind of I think it takes away some of the tension. Right? Yeah, definitely. But yeah, I, I I don't think I would change mine. Again, the lighthouse is another one I haven't rewatched because it's so fuck. I will I will at some point, but it's uh, it's a film you have to mentally prep yourself for. Yeah, I, I um, mean it's it's all kinds of funky, yeah. isn't it? So uh, we're going to start off. With TV shows. Yeah, remember how in that, like, peek behind the curtain here, uh, the plan was always to record this episode in various sessions throughout a week. Yeah. Um, Busy time this time of year, lots to do, lots of places to go, people to see. Lots of stuff. I mean, you were going to head up north, I was going to head to my brother's. (laughs) So we recorded the, the, the intro part of the first section and you heard we were sounding a little bit rough mm. and uh yeah turns out it's covid Yay, so COVID. that's uh that's something that's happened now yeah seems to be i don't think it spreads through twitter but it seems to be going around podcast twitter a bit as well i know daryl um from cage rage has uh, been struck down as well so uh get yeah. better daryl yeah well we so in, in uh, an anecdote that did seem a lot happier when it happened. Uh, there is a chance Graham and I caught this on a Saturday in London, and there on is that a chance. on that Saturday we saw the the British institution that was Bill Nye just buying a coffee and then running to a cab that was being held there for him. I mean that that's a level of uh fame and fortune, is it, that you can you can keep a black cab running whilst you just buy yourself a coffee. Yeah, so <laughs> all, all I'm saying is I've never seen Bill Nye before and I've never had COVID before. <laughs> and now the two things have happened, I can't help but link them together. Yeah. Um I mean he's in everything. Yep. Um, now he's in our immune system. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The good news is, is by and large, uh, whilst we both do probably sound a little bit rough, still I think we probably sounded rough at the, with a couple of days ago when we recorded the intro, 
I'd say by and large we're fine. Um, a little bit of a not not a mild cold. A a cold is basically what I've experienced. I I I have that kind of like classic severe cold where when I wake up for two and a half hours I feel dog shit. Yeah, and then I'll snap back into it and I'll be fine. Yeah. So and what then... you're saying is you you feel like the uh, the classic Robbie Williams lyric: "Early morning when I wake up." look like kiss but without the makeup <laughs> and that's a good line so take it to the bridge <laughs> and you know and you know that your life so i don't know what i don't know where i'm going with this <laughs> <laughs> to the chorus i to believe the chorus. no to the bridge to the you bridge literally just said that in to the like window even... <laughs> to the wall yeah till the sweat drips down my covidy balls but yeah um no i, f- I feel all right i i yeah Weirdly, as soon as I found out it was COVID, I started feeling a lot better. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tr- trouble, yeah. N- no energy, coughing a bit, um, congested. That, that's really it. It's fucking shitty, but... The, the, uh... the most annoying and miserable thing about the whole situation is the 10 days isolation, Christmas plans cancelled. We just had to spend a small fortune on an Asda shop because uh, Christmas yeah. is happening here now. That's the thing. And like, Don't get me wrong, man. I love you and everything, but I didn't want to spend Christmas with you. No, I had plans. Right, right back at you. Yeah, <laughs> we're we're a podcast family rather than a literal family. Yeah, um, that's another thing as well. Christmas with and no offense to Dad who listens to this. Christmas is great because I don't have to pay for the food. Oh yeah, ab- ab- absolutely that. <laughs> I have also, to pay for the petrol there. But uh, funny, food. funny enough, um, reverse of last year when I was meant to be spending Christmas to you. To you, with you. Oh yeah, and then it, when we couldn't because of Boris's lockdowns. Yeah, true. Um, so we, we could actually finally play that game this year. Throw, throw burrito. Throw, throw burrito. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we've come full circle. Anyway, the reason we're saying all of this is because whilst I'm sure you were looking forward to our wrap up of the year, which we'll either do at some point or we'll add as a footnote to here as to what our favourite movies. Well, we can go. TV. We can just wheel the entire. Top three movies and TV of the year will be done now. What were your top three TV shows of the year? My top three TV shows of the year were, first one, a little bit of a cheat because it was Succession, which has come out this year, but I've only started watching season one. So I can't say it was the season three that's come out this year, but yeah. uh, fuck it. I've got COVID. You're going you're gonna, to you're gonna have a go at a man with COVID. Um, second place was uh, Staffletts Flats yep. because Staffletts Flats is amazing. Yep. And uh, number one was WandaVision because it's the best thing to come out of the MCU. Yeah. Uh, for, for me, number three was What We Do in the Shadow season three. Number two, Staffletts Flats season three <laughs> because I'm just a big fan of Natasha Dimitri. Uh, and number one, WandaVision because it is one of the best looks at grief that came out. One of the best yeah. looks at grief. Uh, that's come out this year. And top three movies of the year, Graham. Because for me, number three, I had The Mitchells vs. The Machines. Yeah, great movie. Which, uh, great animated Netflix movie. Number two, Dune, mm. which was great because I had a huge anecdote about, do you know Alejandro Jordaski? Is he the one from the Lady Gaga song? <laughs> no, different Alejandro, <laughs> probably. Yeah, he tried to make a version of this in the 70s that starred Orson Welles, Mick Jagger, and Salvador Dali with music from Pink Floyd, and all the design work was done by H.R. Giger. Nice. Uh, but yeah, Dune was great. And then number one, uh, another great look at grief, because that's the 2021 <laughs> we've had, is Pig, which is legitimately... Uh, people keep saying it's Nicolas Cage's return to form, but that is a complete underestimate, just under-representing how good Nicolas Cage is. Yes, I agree. It's also Barack Obama's favourite, one of his favourite films of the year. And 
if there's if nothing else i trust that man's judgment um so my top three films were um, third place was promising young woman which was a really cool really well done film very stylized very poignant made Bo Burnham out to be a bad guy, which is something that's kind of tricky to do. Is that why he spent all that time in his outhouse? I think so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and also, honourable mention to, to Bo Burnham, because uh, his special was very, very good. Second place... Made you some content. Uh, second place, Suicide Squad. Um, nice. Because Suicide Squad was great, and it was the Suicide Squad we deserved. And first place was Pig, because Pig was phenomenal it really fucking was so uh that's the episode we plan to be an hour and a half done uh so what we're going to do instead is we're surprising you all with an episode we're probably what i think we'll do is we'll publish this just as top three of the year oh absolutely yeah, yeah. um and then in like a month or so we'll change the title to reveal that actually it is movie houses we'd self-isolate in <laughs> yep. because this is kind of becoming like therapy for us at this point <laughs> because uh felt don't, don't know about you. Felt a little, little bit trapped the last year or two, as as it was. Yeah, we've gone from. Um, I, I, I'm try. I'm trying to think of, of an analogy, but we've where we've basically ended up is in you. You played the game Mousetrap. Yes. So we were we were at the cheese, but the diver off the board things fallen down of us. That's where we uh. are. Um, yeah, we luckily, unlike the mouse, have access to at least the internet, Netflix, and uh, Madden. Um, so we are, and 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 a very big Asda's delivery of mostly diabetes-inducing chocolate. There's a lot meat. of there's a lot of snacks. <laughs> but look, it's it is objectively shit. Yes. However, we will make the most of it because we can't do anything else. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't want to, mainly because it's uh, not the phrase to use. I don't like the whole, a lot of people have told us, just try and be positive. <laughs> and jokes aside, that's not what I need right now. Because we've been, we've been trying to be positive for a while. Like, I think it's okay to acknowledge that everything's shit, but it's going to be okay. I like, don't think that is very much yeah, where I am like, right we're now. We're going to get through it, but it's shit. Like, yeah. we, we're gonna, it's going to be a good Christmas anyway. Like, it's going to be... We're going to have fun, yeah. but it's shit. But it is shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because, and, uh, yeah, this is not the picturesque landscape of the Lake District I was expecting to spend my Christmas <laughs> in. It is fucking West London. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean... Yeah. Oh, well. Anyway... So, anyway, so with that in mind, we yes are going to go um, because as much as much as um, my house is is you know will will suffice for the next ten days, there are there are places where we could do this better, and those places obviously are in the realm of movie houses. So yeah, just for for old time's sake, do you want to do you want to do a quick midsummer recommendation? Then we'll dive in. <laughs> yeah. Um... Ian, if if you were if you had to isolate for ten days and could only watch one film, what would it be? Uh, you know what? It it is it is finally time for us to do, uh, as mentioned on the movie marathon episode, Midsummer of '69. <laughs> we'll finally get that spin-off podcast yeah. out of the way. Which, if if I lose fantasy football, I am slightly worried would be my forfeit <laughs> actually having to do that. I'm fairly sure a forfeit would be podcast related, like just a weekly. Bad fantasy football forfeit. It could be, yeah. Podcast. But uh, 
I'll cut all that out because no one cares about <laughs> our fantasy football league. Including both of us at this point. <laughs> as long um, as they get the one win. Yeah, so uh, mid- I, I think it's time for me to just keep watching Midsummer over and over again just to fully appreciate just how masterful it is. Yeah. And uh, on that, on that surprising... Uh, should we, we'll go full business, wanker. Go and on, on that surprising pivot, <laughs> uh, I believe the first choice is yours. Given the time of year, I thought I would go... Go a little bit on brand, a little bit festive. Um, so the first place I would like to isolate, um, which, to be fair, given the given the film itself, you you kind of are in a situation where you are very much not only housebound but on your own. Um, apart from uh, Joe Pesci and the other guy trying to kill you. Wait, you mean um, you're you're solitary in a home? What <laughs> what film could this be? Um, I want to stay in the McAllister's house from Home Alone. It's a bloody nice house. And you can see why the wet bandits wanted to break in. Oh, God, yeah. It's, uh, what, what, what's the family's job? Well, this is, this is just what I was about to say, because not only did the family have this really nice house, which is far too big for them, because there's only, what, four or five? There's the parents... Kevin and I always, his... lo- I always lose track because there's so many of them because they've got extended family. Yeah, over. but that's like, yeah, aunties, uncles, yeah. cousins are over for Christmas. I think it's five of them and that house probably holds. I mean, you you could have five families in that house. Um, but you should, uh, so big, you may as well call it Chitty Chitty Bang Bang because it's got wings. Because a big house has wings. Carry on. Nice. Um, <laughs> um, oh, you've made me lose my train of thought. Big um, house, five people. Big house, five people. Oh, yes. So not only do they have this very impressive real estate, um, but they are paying for the whole extended family to go on holiday over Christmas. Yeah. Um, so Kevin McAllister's... I'm not going to cast dispersions on Mr. McAllister, but I'm fairly sure he probably operates some kind of drug ring. Yeah. D- did you check what the, their job was? No, I haven't. Uh, Ian, we decided we'd be doing this about... An hour and a half ago, <laughs> my research has gone uh, is three lines, and that are the, my three choices. <laughs> Everything else is off the cuff. <laughs> okay, top result of Google. We finally figured out what the parents in Home Alone do. Right. God, this is like one of those shitty recipes where it expects you to go through like a whole thing before it gives you the actual thing. <laughs> According to the official novelization of the film, Peter McAllister is a prominent businessman, and uh, Kate McAllister is a fashion designer. Okay. Thus, all the mannequins. Uh, okay, fair enough. What, but, what constitutes a prominent businessman? Drug dealer. <laughs> yeah, that is slang for drug dealer, isn't it? 100%. What does is, is your dad do? Oh, he's a prominent businessman. <laughs> I, I used to know a guy whose uh, family were very well off, and his dad was into, and I quote, import-export. <laughs> so, yeah, it's... Um, where were we going with this? Yeah, they've got a lot of money, and they've got a very nice house. And I think... I mean, look, also... Even if I was stuck there, and you know, I came under the same sort of threats as um, as Kevin did, I I think I mean if if a ten year old kid could fend off the wet bandits, I think I probably could as well. And I'm not, yeah, not really funny, but I'd probably just call the police. Have you ever watched? This is this is going to be a fun story. Uh, have you ever watched the film? I can't remember the name of right now. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. What, what a performance from that actor. So I, I can't remember what it's called. It is a pun on a Christmas song. Right. Jingle um, All The Way? No. So it's, 
this kid and his babysitter and the house gets attacked and it turns out they're not actually being attacked. The kid has staged it all and the kid is a sociopath. Oh, right. They actually do the paint can trick in it. Right, okay. And it just caves someone's face in. <laughs> um, I can't, yeah, oh, that's really going to fuck me off now. I, I, will, I will Google it while you're... We've got uh, a mention from James Gunn on Twitter. <laughs> oh, yes. Wait, what? <laughs> fuck off, really? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> that's... Shit. <laughs> that's cool. We'll have to uh, respond to that. Um, that's uh, derailed us a bit. This is a very meta episode, isn't it? Yeah. Um, uh, so the film was called Better Watch Out. Okay. And uh, yeah, it's really, really good. But yeah, they do the actual some of the actual Home Alone tricks in it and show what they would actually do to people. Nice. So it's like Mythbusters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but again, fair, Home Alone, the Wet Bandits would be dead if Home Alone. Oh, hundred percent. Like fairly, fairly quickly as well. Yeah. No, it's so. What about? I don't want to get too uh, Alan Partridge dictaphone on this. <laughs> would you? Would you do isolation, Home Alone, with Macaulay Culkin? So just you, Macaulay Culkin. I'm assuming pizza because of that pizza-themed band he had. Um, the urge to make Michael Jackson toast <laughs> there is very strong. Um, no, but I would with Kieran Culkin because Kieran Culkin in Succession is one of the best things that is just he is fucking amazing in it. Yeah, I, I know. I, I've got a lot of time for um, Kieran Culkin, but I, I can't believe you. Contemplating a Michael Jackson joke just because I mentioned Macaulay Culkin. Home Alone with Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, you got to make a change for once in your life. It's gonna yeah, feel that... real good. Gonna make a difference. Gonna make it right. It was quite bad, wasn't it? Oh, was a thriller. Yeah, and actually, I can't beat that or beat it. <laughs> beat that. Beat that is like the uh, the, the like the knockoff Audi version. Yeah, and <laughs> like Mikhail uh, Haxon. Yeah, and the ones with the dying elephants. Um, yeah, no, I... I... <laughs> what was that song? What have we done yes. to the world? Look what we've done. <laughs> I remember we had to sing that in primary school. Fucking hell. Um, anyway, James Gunn mentioned us on Twitter. <laughs> James Gunn mentioned us on Twitter, and none of those allegations were proven true. Um... <laughs> No, the Cow House, I like that. It was, it was, I think it was our generation's introduction to how obscenely big American real estate is. Yeah. Because I feel like it's a big house, but then I see some of like my American colleagues and the stuff they're buying and what that would get you over here, and it just makes me sad. Oh, it's insane. And then also when you look at somewhere like in like Austin or something, and then it turns out, oh, you don't have to pay income tax here either. Yeah. <laughs> Although I did find out the other day, without turning this into like a real estate podcast, that um, property taxes in America. So unlike here, where you pay a one-off stamp duty, which is still a load of bullshit. Yeah. Um, property tax in America, you have to pay every single year. Okay. So whatever. So if they, let's say there's like a I don't know a ten percent property tax. Yeah, yeah. You pay that annually for the entirety of the time you're in the property. Yeah, I, I, I feel like there's a lot of taxes we have that are just collected under an umbrella term, while America has them divvied out. Oh yeah, that that's one hundred percent true. I mean, even like the way that they deal with in income tax. I would not cope working in America and having to do my taxes every year. No. Like, 
pay p p a y e is fantastic. Yeah. Taxes. <laughs> taxes. COVID and taxes. That's an Edinburgh show that'll be on next COVID year. COVID and taxes. Yeah. Should we write it? Yeah, <laughs> we've fuck got it, ten not? days to do fuck all yeah. else. <laughs> Let's write our scene, debut Edinburgh scene show. one. <laughs> We're getting a lot of likes. <laughs> Don't know if we mentioned uh, James Gunn mentioned us on Twitter. Yeah, he's liked he's liked our comment on Instagram before. Yeah. I mean, but, uh, we're, we're close. We're J- very James close Gunn, Carol Vorderman, all yeah. the big hitters. Yeah, love it. Good um, stuff. So yeah, and again, my, my main reason for, for, for wanting to spend my time here is it's just a very, very nice house. Obviously, I mean, the, the family probably would, uh, they're completely unaware of most things, so I don't think they'd know I was there whilst they were on holiday. Yeah. Ten days. And yeah, I, yeah. I'll, as I say, call the police. Wet bandits will be sorted out in an evening. Um, just chill for the rest of the time. Uh, also, I saw I saw quite a good. I think it was a cartoon, um, basically saying like, "Oh, if if Home Alone were made today," which I saw that as well. Yeah, yeah, it was just Mom, like, I'm Home Alone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he texts the parents. They say, "Oh shit, we're coming back from the airport now." Sorted. Although interestingly, I wonder how they handle. I haven't I haven't seen Home Sweet Home Alone yet, which obviously has come out this year, just now. Is it? That's a shame. It's very bad. Yeah. Oh, I want really want it to be good because I really like Yorkie and Ashley and B. Yeah. Well, and Rob Delaney and, and Rob Ellie Delaney. Kemper. Yeah. Oh, that's a real. I well, well, I will reserve judgment. But I wonder how they would deal with something like that in this. Maybe his phone gets broken. Yeah, maybe. Or they've just uh, at the at the beginning they very quickly go. So this is set in the early nineties, and then they carry on. You're that. <laughs> Look, there's I mean, a actually, blockbuster. Actually, to be fair. It has to be set in like the forties, right? Given given Yorkies in it. Oh yeah, true, true. <laughs> I like to think he's just been re. It's 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 a it's a spiritual sequel to Jojo Rabbit. He's been repatriated to the US. Uh, he's been adopted by Ashling B. And-, and then they realise they left Jojo Rabbit, who is truly yeah. Home Alone, because <laughs> spoilers, shit happens. <laughs> that is a bleak joke. Speaking of just nice houses. Uh, where I would quite like to uh, spend my isolation period is in a so it's a movie house where you can actually go. Okay. So I want to stay in the remote forest hideaway of billionaire oh, CEO Nathan Bateman from the movie Ex Machina. Yeah, I actually looked at staying here. It's so, not, so have I. It's not that expensive. No, because it's such a pain to get to. Yeah. <laughs> so. And and the, the and the owners want to murder you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Ex Machina, first of all, is a fucking masterpiece of a science fiction movie. Um, I don't think enough people saw it. It stars Donald Gleeson because it's a movie, and Oscar Isaac, who I still maintain, is one of the most exciting actors currently working. Yeah. So the the house is really the Uve Landscape Hotel or the Uve. Not 100% sure how you pronounce it. It sounds like you're trying to say um, UV in like a really wanky accent. <laughs> yes. It's your Matt Berry trying to say that something... Uh, you're, you are Toast of London and you are ad- doing an ad radio advert for sun cream. <laughs> the house is really the Uve Landscape Hotel in Valladolid, north of Nordalsfjorden. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, it, it, it is really this hotel. Uh, it is a plane ride and then a hundred kilometer drive through mountains and forests, 
and it is just a fucking beautiful place. So it's built into the landscape itself. It is just like stunningly picturesque views of these forests, lakes, and fjords. And it also has, not sure if the hotel has this, but in the movie, it has a disco room. Nice. And I don't know what else you want from uh, 10 days self-isolating apart from access to a disco room. Yeah, this is yeah, this is true. A disco room and um, another sentient being that can uh, keep you company as well. And there's no risk of catching COVID. Yeah, that, that we're aware of. That we're aware of, yeah. Because that, that will be the end days, robots catching COVID. It would really then be a computer virus. <laughs> um, COVID AI. COVID AI, fucking hell. That's, that's the sequel to our uh, COVID and taxes. <laughs> I mean, look, Edinburgh is sorted for the next few years for us. I mean, unfortunately, no one can go, will be able to go to Edinburgh anymore. And even if they do, they wouldn't be coming to see the play we've written. Oh, is this the, just, just written under James Gunn tweeted about us once? <laughs> yeah. No, so you have James Gunn in big letters and then tweeted about us once we've written this Edinburgh show. Yeah. Come see it. People will be lining up for literal feet outside. Literal feet. <laughs> On literal feet. <laughs> um, so yeah, the, the Ex Machina house is just, it's, it's stunning. I, I, I think, and like I said, I've literally checked into going. Yeah, same. Um, and I, 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 I'd love to, at some point, I really do want to go back to uh, Norway. I think it is a beautiful part of the world. I've only ever done Oslo. Yep. But I would definitely like to travel a bit more. Like the uh, the rock that's hanging between two cliffs. Have you seen that? Well, did he do that in Skyscraper? Yeah, yeah. with one leg. <laughs> so it is, a, it is a rock that's uh, basically been eroded and is held in place by these two cliffs. Yeah. And loads of people have photos standing on top of it. Yeah. I'm not 100% sure if I have the, the balls to do that. <laughs> But oh, I would be the person that stands on it, and then it, given given how things have oh, gone yeah, the last couple yeah. of weeks, I'm the person where that falls out. Yeah, pretty much. But it's uh, that's a like a short hike in Norway, and I'd love to do it at some yeah. point. But it has everything that you would need. One, it is a billionaire's house, so it's got a lot of shit in. Yeah. Like a billionaire is going to have a massive fuck off TV. This is true. And also the best bit about it, I don't know if you're going to mention this, but is where like the mountain rock faces it yeah. in the fucking living room. Yeah. So it's, it's literally built into it's, I don't think they, the, the idea of a house like that is they haven't knocked down anything to build it. Yeah. yeah. So it is built around the rock and it, it is. Which he was, you know, he wasn't happy about having to stand there for that long. But you know, oh, but he was also was, the center. Worth he's the money. now he's now the center of attention, so he's more more than happy about yeah. it now. Just <laughs> just calling out the rock because now James Gunn has tweeted about us. We're yeah. John Cena. This is a John Cena podcast. This is a John Cena podcast. Yeah, John yeah. Cena. John Cena wouldn't let no. uh, a Scandinavian architect build a house around well, him. It'd be pointless anyway because you wouldn't be able to see him. <laughs> well, that's the point of the house. You're not supposed to be able to see it. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> Who knows? So, yeah, stupidly nice house, stupidly rich. It's going to have a load of rich people stuff in. So if you were a billionaire and you already had a disco room, what is the next room you would build? The next room I would build, um, I would build uh, oh, a disco room. I mean, I, I, I'm always, I mean, it feels a bit too sort of on the nose for me, to, given the nature of the podcast, to say a cinema. 
but probably a, a cinema. cinema. Yeah, <laughs> it, it would be a like replica of the Prince Charles, but in my house. I like Prince that. Charles cinema, not Prince Charles. <laughs> <laughs> Just a, a replica of Prince Charles. Replica of Prince Charles, but like a Teletubby. Yeah. So <laughs> a giant, like, because you, you would have to have a cinema screen sized stomach screen. Yeah. So that would mean Prince Charles would be what? How big is a cinema screen? Like what? Twelve foot minimum. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So if we're that's... saying uh, <laughs> bigger, if we're saying IMAX. Yeah. So we're saying minimum. A 60-foot Prince Charles statue. Yeah. So currently, we are self-isolating with Kieran Culkin, Macaulay Culkin, a massive Prince Charles, and the robot from x Yeah, Backer. and trying to avoid Michael Jackson's lawyers who are knocking on the front door. <laughs> Whilst we think John Cena's outside with the rock, but we're not sure. Well, we aren't 100% sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, basically. So, yeah, but I, I, think, I, I think I would go cinema. I, I think in a home cinema, I would go more kind of everyman style. Because you're a man of the people. I am a man of the people (laughs) with my (laughs) quite expensive boutique cinema habit. (laughs) Uh, So nice sofas, a little bar on the side as well that we'd keep stocked with uh, beer. Now we're a big, big named podcast because James Gunn, I don't know if you mentioned that, James Gunn tweeted about us about 15 minutes ago. Uh, We'll just keep mentioning brands we want to send stuff to. uh, Full of the finest tiny rebel beer. (laughs) Newport based craft beer brewery. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so. I quite like some new happy socks as well, actually. My Bowie one's got a hole in them. Happy. Well, that's what you get for buying a dog socks. Um, <laughs> happy socks look really cool, but then I look at the price and I get sad. Because they're fucking expensive. They are, and I'm going to be the opposite of you being a man of the people. They're 100% worth it. <laughs> Not enough. I, I don't think enough. Because, like, I can't remember who said this, but. Someone said, like, the, the, the two things you shouldn't go cheap with yeah. are a bed yeah. and shoes. Yeah. Because generally, if you're not in one, you're in the other. Yeah. Or sometimes both. Yeah. Well, sometimes both. But what kind of sociopath? It's the, that babysitter kid I was talking about before. <laughs> He's the kind of guy who does that. But socks, are, socks aren't referenced, really, in that. I'm very aware I'm barefoot as we're recording this. Like, Joss Stone. <laughs> <laughs> or Tim Minchin. Or Tim Minchin. But yeah, so that's my choice. It's cool. basically just a rich person's house, which is actually a hotel I legitimately want to go to. Uh, and also, barely mentioned it, there's also a top secret laboratory underneath the uh, the house. This is true. Which I I'm mean, assuming I'd have access to. I could conduct my weird robot experiments. I do. The, the only slight downside is the, is the foreboding sense of dread that comes with uh, staying at the ex Machina house. However... That- I think the trade-off's probably worth it. Yeah. The one other problem is Oscar Isaac has a massive beard and is bold. Yeah. And I think if I spend too much time around him like that, I'm going to convince myself I could make that work. I'm, I'm here to tell you, Ian, you couldn't. So, we've gone fancy. Fancy as fuck and fancy as fuck with killer robots. Now... I'm going magical. As magical as James Gunn. As magical as, tweet. as magical as James Gunn replying to our tweet. So there's a few places I was thinking of here. I was going, like, traveling into the fantasy realms, thinking maybe something from Game of Thrones. Maybe we could go to, like, Helm's Deep, because that feels quite insecure. But also, I don't need to, you know, I don't really need to keep anything out. Where would, um, you, where would you stay? Like, which of the houses... Because they're not really residences, they're usually towns. Yeah. Wh- which of the houses, place would you want to stay? In Game of Thrones? Yeah. 
You'd probably go to King's Landing, wouldn't you? Really? Yeah. Because the weather's nice down there. Weather's nice. There's High Garden. Yeah. It's all right. That just kind of feels like Fantasy Devon. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that Cornwall fantasy? Fairly sure. If anything, Fantasy Devon's the Shire. <laughs> yeah, true. But... but yeah, no, I was thinking, or maybe like Dawn. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Again, nice weather. Bit sandy. I like the idea of Winterfell. Just it's a, it's a bit, bit cold, isn't it? It's a bit cold. Big dogs, though. Nice, yeah. Um, big trees. Big trees. But also ice zombies. Tough one. Yeah. I mean, the ice zombies are going to get everywhere eventually. Yeah. Helm's Deep. Helm's Deep's all right. Wouldn't mind staying in the uh, Minas Tirith, looks like. Yeah, Minas Tirith was up there. You could have a laugh there, but there's like a mental rave scene <coughs> on the lower ring. Sorry, say that again? I bet. Yeah. There is a mental rave scene. Okay. On Minas Tirith's, <laughs> Tirith's lowest ring. Okay. Um, absolutely. What you said was what I thought you said, but convinced myself, surely he didn't say that. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it went through those. I was like, mm, okay, some, some good options here, but you know, there's a lot of extravagance. There's really big places and there's only, you know, one of me. So we've gone from rather than that, that kind of fancy realm, a little closer to home. And I'm going to stay at the burrow from Harry Potter. Very nice. Um, there's a few reasons for this. I think I know what one of them is. What's one of them? Is it that you would you would uh, you would feel right at home? Oh, we're making ginger jokes, aren't we? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I was I was preempting a ginger joke. <laughs> no, um, weirdly enough, didn't even cross my mind. But no. yeah, that's that's very true. I could I just for I some could... reason I just felt drawn to it over Helm's Deep. <laughs> I could it probably quite easily fit in without them realizing. Yeah, <laughs> who's, who's this guy? Oh, it's, it's um, Gra- Graham Weasley. Graham Weasley. Um, he's in marketing <laughs> <laughs> wizard marketing so no that wasn't one of the reasons but you make a very good point um, I would I would uh, be able to um, blend in quite quite well obviously the magic you know you, you kind of don't really have to lift a finger um, but even more to the point of not having to lift a finger can you imagine being stuck at home for 10 days and Mrs Weasley taking care of you uh, like <laughs> how good would that be yeah <laughs> Oh no! No, I'm not going to say that. That's a disgusting joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it just it feels it just feels very homely, doesn't it? Absolutely, um, and it's kind of what you need. It it would feel like going home for Christmas, but with magic, taken care of. Yeah, but with magic in a house that feels like it's going to fall down. Yeah, not at the point. We, we're not going to the point where um, where they come and burn it down. I like. I, I, I do like to think that they're. Uh, like your, because you would as as Graham Weasley, mm. you would have a hand on their clock, yeah, and it would just be pointed to COVID. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> ten days. Where's Ron? Okay, cool. He's here, Graham. <laughs> COVID. Okay, cool. Still cut. Co- yeah, still co- COVID. O'clock. The third in our Edinburgh <laughs> COVID <laughs> trilogy. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, there's not a huge, uh, huge amount more to it. Mostly because we decided we were doing this an hour ago, and I didn't do too much research into it. But I just think it would be a great place to, like you say, it's very homely. You, you're going to be um, well looked after. I think there was a there was a extended period where Dobby hung out there. Um, I think so. So you've got you know, because there's there's a couple of places in like the the wizarding world that I think would be really yeah. cool to stay in because. Uh, the Lovegood house looks really cool as well. It's like a cross yeah. between a castle tower and like a shoe. And Reese Evans lives there. 
Which is nice. He betrays them, but it's nice. Yeah, don't they have like a... Is there some kind of telescopy thing there as well? Or am I imagining that? I think so. It just feels like there's a lot of shit there. Yeah. Yeah, but also like Luna's just a bit odd. Yeah, true. Like I don't want to be... We've got we've got some crackpots isolating with us anyway, given our list thus far that we've built up. Yeah, um, I true, feel like the Weasleys true. would just be they're gonna you know they kind of band together, take care of you, rather than like Luna. Luna, if you stay the the Love Goods place, Luna's the kind of person you know when you kind of you're half asleep but you know someone's watching and you wake up and they're just like inches oh, away like from a cat. Your face. Yeah, 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 like a cat. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. What I, what I do like the the idea is. All I can imagine is because obviously the they sh- they would be looking after you, but they'd have to be keeping their distance because COVID can also affect wizards and witches. Yeah, uh, I like the idea of them like I believe this is the correct verb: bed knobs and broomsticking <laughs> the the food to you. So just your breakfast, like walking up the stairs. Yeah, <laughs> and your um, room would be you know it would be a bit tardisy i'm assuming i'm assuming your room would be bigger than it actually was kind of thing because magic yeah I, I think so um and also you'd have the opportunity to like i mean they also live in sort of the middle of nowhere right so whilst you're technically not you're only allowed to exercise and go outside in like your own grounds or your garden which means that you could have a bit of sort of fresh air and enjoyment more so than just the you know the small garden that we have here, so that would that would be a benefit as well. Well, that's that's one thing I've always thought about your house is uh, it's it's the lack of magic here, which really gets me. Apart from the magic we record every week, blah 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 blah. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. But yeah, I, I would quite like this. The if I'm going to isolate mm. Gringotts Vault, dump me on like a like a fantasy version of that Breaking Bad scene where he's just hanging out on money. Huled. I would basically be smog. Okay. Huel? Huel. I think bags? it's Huel, yeah. yeah. Which obviously that famous, the, the mill replacement um, yeah. company name. Is what I always think he's it. called protein powder. <laughs> um, it sounds like the shittest rapper name. <laughs> <laughs> MC protein powder. powder. Yeah, I mean, that's an option. We, we did stipulate fan, like, uh, movie houses rather than um, lock-ups. Oh, yeah, true. So, true. Um, <laughs> But what is a home? <laughs> but yeah, I think um as I say, it's it's homely, it's magical, and if there's anyone that's gonna nurse you back to health better than Mrs. Weasley, then I don't know who it is. Shall I shall I start with a very, very bad joke that barely works? Go on. Cool. I mean, why change the habit of a yeah. lifetime? Do you know why I barely grind my coffee? Why is that? Because I like massive grounds, just like my next choice. <laughs> so <coughs> I will be. You, you kind of mentioned it. You you need to self isolate on your on the grounds. Yeah. Uh, that you have. So I thought, hmm, let's go somewhere that has fuck off massive amounts of space. Some kind of like mansion house. So I thought, right, let's have a look through at the various manors and mansions that have been in film. The vast majority of them are, like, Jane Austen-era period piece things, which aren't isn't quite the self-isolation vibe I'm going to go for, because I need a TV. I don't fully understand how people survived, like, before dial-up internet. Like, let, let alone when the only thing you could do was read 
play piano or do like organized mass dance events. <laughs> Those are your three options. Those are the three options it. for Victorian times. Um, yeah, but that. also I guess at that point they were like, oh, I don't know how you how people live without these mass dance events. And the <laughs> yeah. only thing you could do was like catch scurvy and hit two sticks together. Like you don't know what you don't know. That, that's you true. Miss, you don't know what you don't know. You can't miss what you've never had, Ian. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, I don't think one of the fucking uh, what's the family Bennett sisters. That's Pride and Prejudice, right? Yeah. I'm making a fucking cultural joke here. It'll be like one of the, you know, one of the Bennett sisters just sitting there. You know what? We could really do with a massive flat screen in this room. Yeah. yeah I just really want to work through Lord of the Rings. <laughs> or one of the many movie marathons we mentioned on our last I, full episode I two do. weeks ago. I do. This episode is going to come out once yeah. we're out of quarantine. Uh, yes, it will do. Which yeah, will yeah. be nice. Yeah. So you guys will know that we suffered in silence by recording an hour and a half episode of a podcast solely based on us trying to get lockdown out of our system. So I needed something more modern yeah. as a mansion house. So I thought, fuck it, let's go to Gotham or at least the outlying areas of Gotham. So I am of course spending lockdown or spending self-isolation in Wayne Manor. So Wayne Manor is what can only be described as a fuck off massive house. Uh, it quite literally yeah. has wings. There's been a couple bat of... Batwings. Batwings. <laughs> uh, we'll come on to the batwing later. It's a weird thing to say. Um, <laughs> there's been a couple of iterations of it, but generally the unifying theme is it is a fuck-off massive manor house. Yeah. Uh, it has vast sweeping grounds on which is a graveyard. Yeah. Because that's what all stupidly rich people have in their gardens. Uh, but it also has, as... It's become a theme, apparently, through my choices. A secret thing underneath the house. So, I'm assuming within two hours I could find the Batcave. Because I don't think it is that well hidden. Well, you just... Um, all you need to do is tell... Uh, given what happened in Batman and Robin, um, like, Alfred's quite willing to give it all the yeah. information away on a CD. So just... Ah, but the only problem is, if he gave me all of the that information on a bat disc. Yeah. I have nothing that would allow me to play that. No, this is very true. Because this this laptop does not have a CD drive anymore. I would have to get my desktop computer out of storage, hope it still works. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, actually, I've got uh, the PlayStation. PlayStation would probably you probably be able to Well, play no, no, cuz it's it's a, it was a it was date it was a data oh, disc. It was a data disc. Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't uh... just a video. So but it would be it would be like him going Here's all of the top secret information. It's like that's a that's Betamax. That's what, a laser disc. What, we, yeah. what is going on? What the fuck am I supposed to do with this? That's a mini disc. <laughs> um, remember when those were a thing? Yeah, they were. They were one of those great bits of technology that were were threatening to be the next big thing, and then it just didn't happen. Yeah, and then people were like, "Oh, you know what? How about we don't have discs at all?" There, there was a brief period of time where a lot, there was a lot of talk that albums and things were going to be released on like thumb drives. Yeah, like USB thumb drives, and then it was like, or we can just stream them. <laughs> yeah, in the cloud. What is the cloud? <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think like because I like to think that the Airbnb will be answering to stay at Wayne Manor, yeah. which is have like in big letters at the bottom, please do not play this piano or touch this like statue head, yeah, or something like that. 
because it just feels like you could accidentally if you're bored enough in a manor house and there's a piano you're going to hit random keys on it yeah which means the bookcase will open and there will be a fireman's pole that takes you down to the back cave and i'll just hang out in the back cave for a bit so i made a list of things that in various issues of batman comics across the decades have been in the bat cave or featured prominently in the bat cave there has i mean, correct me if i'm wrong okay there was a you're gonna say yeah <laughs> uh, a mechanical and life-sized t-rex yeah. from when like an amusement park owner had robot dinosaurs right okay so this was from like batman issue like 35 or something like that um there's also a giant penny yeah uh the bat computer so we could just hang out on the bat computer a bit uh a robot superman an oversized joker playing card a dinosaur egg that won't hatch for a hundred years uh mr freeze's gun then a load of like trophies like deathstroke sword is in it and things like that and then you have all of his vehicles the batmobile and various other batmobiles yeah so i think the comic one of the comics has like all the vintage batmobiles are there and it's just he's made new ones if you could have a batmobile what batmobile would it be um correct answer to that is just the batmobile and then we laugh and then (laughs) i reiterate my question the Batmobile. <laughs> <laughs> but which specific Batmobile? Um, I'm quite partial to the... Is it the Tumblr from... Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. From the um, Heath Ledger movies? Yeah. I'm, Heath I'm Ledger a... movies. That's not right, because he was only in one. Yeah, um, but we know, the, we know what you mean. From the yeah. Chris, they Chris were really the no Heath Ledger ones. movies. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, the Nolan Batmobile. Yeah, big fan of the Tumblr. I, I do love the Tim Burton one. Um, yeah. And we used to have a toy of uh, the one from the cartoon... I, Which was I a lot am boxier. Almost certain we've had this exact conversation. Yeah, probably. <laughs> it's a lot boxier, and a bat wing pulls out of the back. Yeah, and then you can fly around with a bat wing. Uh, the bat wing is also in the bat cave, along yeah. with the bat plane, the bat boat. This is a fun word because of previous episodes. I want to pronounce it differently. Shall I pronounce it the way it's supposed to be, or the way I want to pronounce it? The way it? you want to pronounce the bat sickle. <laughs> <laughs> so the bat cycle I am which, a bat cycle <laughs> which I can only assume is half motorbike half bat the bat boat the bat glider the bat gyro the bat hammer which was like the ice skating batmobile right the bat ski boat the bat skiff uh, what bat vehicle would you like I would quite enjoy a bat skidoo bat skidoo bat skidoo just because it sounds like and stop me if we've been here before but you go bat skidoo <laughs> i um if we're just going for things that sound funny i would yeah. quite like a bat zamboni nice yeah <laughs> what would be the use of that what's for, the for... use of a bat ski boat i don't know but <laughs> bat zambonis are only used at ice hockey games <laughs> Well, I'm assuming that, that, that there is going to be an ice hockey-themed Batman villain. Some of the henchmen in Batman and Robin yeah, were ice hockey-themed. This is true. So it's just to... Uh, I think there were Zambonis in that scene as well. I, you know what? I think there might have been. Because <laughs> that's where the bat skiff and the bat ski boat turn up, I yeah. believe. A bat... Uh, what are those... Uh, you always get them in like anything set in like the bayou. Is it a fan boat? Oh, yeah, the stuff that they take out on the Everglades as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, a bat 
whatever they take out on the Everglades. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, that, that, that could be fun. But basically, there's going to be... A f- I could, obviously couldn't take any of those out, but I think it would just be nice to kind of have a look around. And with a back computer, you can do some proper prying into stuff. Like, I don't know information on to whether certain parties may have happened. Mm. Um, <laughs> not to go too satirical, but obviously that's all hitting home quite a lot, given we're literally hitting home. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, wait a minute. Massive fuck-off house. You could you you could happily self isolate in either the manor or the back cave for ten days and not get bored. There will be so much shit to do. Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd quite enjoy the the. Uh... And then maybe I could be like the uh, like the Oracle Alfred character when Batman's out yeah. saving lives. Like I'm on the little. Uh, what do you refer to it? The so the little microphone. Yeah. That comes from your like down from your ear and then like that because there are two terms for it and I want to know which one you go for like the call center microphone call center microphone so three terms then <laughs> either call center microphone yeah. motivational speaker microphone uh, or the Britney Spears microphone <laughs> <laughs> yeah no I, I would go call center yeah so like one of those but just like on the back computer yeah. like oh it turns out his weakness <laughs> is just twatting him in the head really hard yeah good times um and- just out of interest, because with all of these so far, there have also been people that are going to isolate with us. Um, I'm assuming Alfred definitely, possibly Robin and maybe Alicia Silverstone? Um, well, it depends which... Like, uh, Given what we are discovering about Michael Caine's politics, I'm not sure he would be okay with self-isolating. <laughs> or maybe all, all of the Alfreds. All of the Alfreds. All of the Alfreds will come, so that's... Nice. Uh, the guy who was in, like, all... Like, he was in the first four? Yeah. Like, I think it's, like, Michael Goff? Yeah. <coughs> Michael Caine? Yep. Andy Serkis now? Uh, yes. Sean Pertwee? No, uh, Jeremy Irons? Uh, yes. But also Sean Pertwee, because he's in Gotham. Sean Pertwee? I knew I said that for a reason, so that's five. <laughs> and then I'm fairly sure there is going to be... Or there has been a Pennyworth series, which is about Alfred. Okay. So, six. Nice. So, just me and the six Alfreds and Macaulay Culkin watching our giant... uh, We'll put the giant or mechanical and life-size T-Rex next to the giant Prince Charles cinema (laughs) statue. Yeah. Plus, you're going to be occupied for ten days trying to um, reconcile the philosophical lack of self that these six different Alfreds are going to be experiencing whilst they are um, trying to come to terms with the fact that they are not the only Alfred. What is, I'm just trying to think what the the weirdest, because this is basically into the Alfred-verse. Yeah. Into the Butler-verse? Into the Butler-verse. Into the Butler-verse. I'm just trying to think what the worst one of those would be. Because also the problem with the Alfreds is they're all, like, can you imagine, like... It would be similar to like It's a Wonderful Life, but you, we've uh, we definitely talked about this dark possible future. Like, yeah. imagine It's a Wonderful Life, but it turns out the world gets better. Yeah, it'd be like that. Imagine like parallel, like multiple universe versions of you all appear, and it turns out you're all exactly the same. And it's like, <laughs> wait, so what? What's different with your world? Is so much is different, but you're exactly the same. You are inconsequential. Yeah, like they're all. <laughs> Like so, so what's different with yours? It's like oh god, like it's uh, ever, like Mister Freeze froze the world at one point. It was crazy. So, like, but what, what's your job? It's like oh, I'm a butler. It's like oh, we're all butlers. <laughs> Just regardless of what happens to the world, our friends are butlers. <laughs>
gone fancy as fuck. We've gone fantasy as fuck. Fancy as fuck. And then back to fancy as fuck, but with a uh, comic book edge similar Ooh. to what you've just done. Uh, so we're going to go to Stark Mansion. Nice. Uh, for our final bout of isolation. Um, Stark Mansion sounds like a spin off to Faulty Towers. <laughs> yeah, it does. I'd, I'd quite like to see it. Well, actually, it's probably not a huge amount of difference between uh, the personalities of um, Tony Stark and Basil Fawlty. Well, well done think... for being the only person ever to say that. <laughs> but now you've said it, I kind of get what you mean. Well, if if Tony Stark found himself in the same situation, i.e. he wasn't a billionaire playboy, he owned a and b in Torquay, he would probably be quite similar to uh, I would Basil pay Fawlty. good money to watch Tony Stark hit an Iron Man suit with a stick. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Obviously, there's a great interview with John Cleese talking about finding the right stick for that. Oh, really? Because he was like, it, it needs to be, it couldn't be rigid enough that it would break if damage, you hit it. Yeah, or damage the car. Yeah. And it couldn't be like <laughs> floppy enough it wouldn't do anything. So apparently they would just spend ages looking around for the right type of stick, <laughs> which... Uh, Fuck, I, like, I haven't watched Folly Towers in ages. Folly Towers is one of the best things, uh, like one of the best British sitcoms ever. It's, it's so similar good. to what we talked about before with Blackadder, is I've overwatched it so much that I forget how funny it is because I will never have that impact again. Yeah. Because I know it too well. But also, the, the weird thing with Folly Towers as well is that there's such... There's, there's a lot fewer episodes than I thought there were back when it... Just 12, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought there was loads more when I was. I think because I watched it lots growing up and stuff, and I think the and they're longer episodes, right? They're not like a half an hour. I think they're about edging forty, forty-five minutes. Maybe, yeah. But um, it's it's a lot shorter, but it's it's fantastic. I think he he did it when he let he'd he'd left Python. They were can they were staying on doing. I think they did the last series of because they did the last series of they were Flying they, Circus without him. Yeah, so they weren't doing the TV series, at least. I don't know if they've done the movies yet. Yeah, I'm not sure. No, I think I think it might have been they... Because the last season four of Flying Circus, he wasn't part. Yeah. But they continued doing it. But anyway, that's by the by, because that has nothing to do with staying at Tony Stark's mansion. No. Um, so, yeah, I mean, very similar reasons to uh, Wayne Manor. Um there's all of the tech that you could ever want. Yeah. Um, a bit more of a modern lilt to it. Yeah. Lilt? Tilt, modern maybe. Tilt. Yeah. I mean, some modern lilt. Totally tropical taste I, and all I, of that. Yeah. I prefer a postmodern tango. <laughs> Isn't that a dance on Strictly? <laughs> um, Napoleonic Tizer? <laughs> that's, a, that's a Latin dance. Um, but, um, yeah, no, the... Uh, the the tech is great. I mean, I think you've got endless hours of things to to entertain yourself with. I guess you're probably locked down with well, you're locked down with Jarvis, who's like the best version of Siri. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is going to be handy. Great views from that cliff edge. Yeah, yeah. I think you you wouldn't you know it's it's not kind of a you're not stuck looking at the same four walls all the time, mostly because it's fairly cylindrical. And I don't think there yeah. are walls. Um, well, there's walls. There's just no. There's definitely more than four walls. There's definitely more than four yeah. walls, and also, yeah. But are they what walls is or are they, wall? Uh, are they most? They're mostly windows, aren't they? There, there's definitely like a. 
a window to the wall situation <laughs> to the wall situation yeah because <laughs> if anything that actually that song makes a lot of sense for tony stark's house because there's like a window half of the house yeah. and then a wall half of the house yeah so you could be to the window to the wall yeah i'm assuming iron man suits get quite sweaty probably yeah but there must be something to deal with that as well. Probably. Jarvis. Jarv- Jarvis. Yeah. Jarvis does get the raw end of the deal, doesn't he? Or particularly sweaty today, Tony. <laughs> um, Jarvis likes it when you're sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor, poor Bethany. Yeah, um, that's that's completely uh, thrown me. Um, Jarvis dirty talking. Tony. Jarvis dirty talking Tony about his sweaty balls. Sweaty balls. Um, but yeah, I... It's just it's just a very nice place to... Of all of the places you like, oh, I'm stuck here for 10 days. I think you could probably do 10 days without ever doing the same thing twice. You've got all of your, um, you know, all of the mod cons taken care of. You, you know, I'm assuming that there's... There's probably cinema screens wherever you want there to be a cinema screen. You'd be like, oh, you stick the cinema screen up, please. Um, yeah, because you would press a button on the remote and just a surface would become a TV screen. Yeah, exactly. You've got all of the different, like, I mean, there's how many, like, 40-odd marks of the Iron Man suit, which the the benefit over all of the stuff in the Batcave is that you could you could still, like, wander around in an Iron Man suit. Like, it's a little bit more tricky to kind of drive the Batmobile around Wayne Manor, but at Stark Mansion, jump inside a, jump inside an Iron Man suit, have, have a bit of fun. Yeah, I think the Batman, the Batmobile, I would just drive down, because a lot of the overly comic booky things there's always like a waterfall in a tunnel yeah so i just have to drive up and down the tunnel three point turn in the waterfall and then come back yeah yeah what's your favorite iron man suit or is that silly because the answer is obviously the hulkbuster obviously it's the hulkbuster yeah well that's that (laughs) that's that's five minutes of the episode gone yeah um or a kind of cheat answer maybe the iron spider because technically iron man Ah. built it True, true. Yeah, I like. Uh, I'm gonna. We're gonna have to get him to build because when the Alfred Hive mind matures to an extent, and they bring in like a Thanos level giant Alfred Butler. Yeah, um, we'll need an Alfred Buster. Alfred Buster uh, Iron Man suit. <laughs> nice. Oh dear. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's it's very very similar arguments to Wayne Manor. I just feel like it's a more yeah like a more modern aesthetic um, that you'd be living in rather than the sort of gothic yeah, yeah, yeah. um plus there's no kind of like cave well full of bats that will scare you into being afraid of bats and then make you into batman yeah, we've all been there um there's also no wasted time trying to find the lab because yeah, it, this is it's true very publicly a lab <laughs> i mean also you you wouldn't have the trouble finding the address as well because he was very public about where he lives hence the kind of, helico- of helicopter strike one of the worst decisions in the marvel uh mcu i think oh yeah absolutely that and ant-man not just going up thanos's bum obviously but we've you know we've... what they what they do in the privacy of their own quantum realm is uh <laughs> between between them between thanos and ant-man yeah between thanos and paul rudd <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I I like it. I like it. You could also start your own couple of your own pet projects in his lab as well. I mean, obviously, yeah, because we've got all this time self isolating. I'm assuming we're going to be doing a lot of very productive things. Oh, without a doubt, all yeah. the productive all stuff. Of the productive I've played nearly twenty hours of Assassin's Creed Valhalla over the last three days. <laughs> <laughs> That's impressive. Yep. Yeah. 
So why not? As I say, and you've got, and actually, this might be one of the best ones because you've got you've got the company and the usefulness of Jarvis without there being like a a body there to kind of bump into. Yeah. So you've got your space. No butler dilemma. No butler dilemma. No butler dilemma. Yeah. No. Would the you Would you rather Jarvis? Is, huh? is the butler dilemma is like Schrodinger's cat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bruce's butler. Would you rather Jarvis or would you rather Vision there hanging out with you? No, I think I think I think Jarvis. Um, okay, so that is because I don't want to go through like every decade, every every day of the uh, ten ten uh, ten days that I'm there. I don't want to start in the 1940s and. Kind of... I mean, that sounds great. <laughs> so we've got so currently we are self isolating with yes Macaulay Culkin and Kieran Culkin and Kieran Culkin, but not Michael Jackson, but not Michael Jackson, a giant Prince Charles statue with a cinema on its stomach yeah. like a Teletubby. Yeah. And the Rock and John Cena. Yeah. Six Alfreds. Six Alfreds. <laughs> Minimum six Alfreds. Minimum six Alfreds. And Vision. Uh, no, Jarvis. Jarvis, sorry. But also the uh, Weasley family. And, and the Weasley family. And Dobby. And Dobby. Okay. Nice. This self-isolating is getting very busy. <laughs> I don't know if I have enough time for all the socialising. <laughs> yeah, it also is getting uh, is making the self part somewhat redundant. Yeah. But Graham, what is self? <laughs> you have to ask Jarvis. Yeah. Our fourth instalment. Have you ever heard of the ship of COVID? <laughs> <laughs> this, this choice has added ethical responsibility to it so i this is going to be a house that is like if somebody tried to build the house from ex machina without having watched it right but just had a drunk person explain it to them (laughs) and instead built this mass of glass and metal that is on stilts in a lake some kind of lake house (laughs) so this is uh, the lake house from 2006's the lake house right um it, it's it's a nice enough looking house it's got a decent floor space yeah um decent views of as long as you like a lake you're golden like lake as far as the eye could lake the real house so i looked into this so you know they had to build the house for the film no so this is the one goodbye movie i didn't get to see oh it is so fucking weird <laughs> so the, the the real house, they had to build it for the film and they built yeah. it on dry land and then flooded it. And the stipulation of them doing it was they had to leave it like nothing had happened. So they then had to knock it down when the film had been done. Right. So The Lake House is a romantic letter-writing time travel film starring Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock. Yeah, It is awful and I have so much time for it. The, the main plot of The Lake House is Sandra Bullock has a magic letterbox or a magic mailbox that when she puts letters into it get delivered to Keanu Reeves two years ago who was staying in the same lake house. Yeah. This means if we are if I am self-isolating in the lake house, I can write to Keanu Reeves from the tail end of 2019. This means with Keanu Reeves's help, we can stop the spread of COVID. And I will no longer have to self-isolate in the lake house. 
<laughs> thus saving Christmas <laughs> and making a friend for life in Keanu Reeves. But I also feel like he already is because that's the kind of guy Keanu Reeves is. Yeah. So it just seems to work. If it doesn't work, thinks it enough lakeside property. We'll have a well of a time. If it does work, COVID's gone. Keanu Reeves is hailed as a national treasure. Maybe it's his giant statue that has a cinema on its stomach <laughs> in this uh, world where he's, I don't know, he killed the bat or the pangolin or whatever before it all kicked off. <laughs> Slow motion John Wick style gunfight with a bat and a pangolin. I, I mean, I'm there for that. I'm, I'm viewing it in um, South Park uh, yeah. animation because of the, the pangolin in that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty much what I was, uh, I was imagining <laughs> as well. But the Lake House, I would strongly recommend it to everyone. It, it will be, uh, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna, put, I'm live choice here. I'm gonna put it down as one of my choices for next month's good bad movie vote. Nice. It is truly a masterpiece of good bad cinema. Nothing, nothing about the film makes any sense, but it is done with such earnestness and. The chemistry between Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock is completely non-existent. Do you know why that's weird? Because she was going to be in The Matrix, right? They were dating. Oh, really? Yeah. So they were an actual real-life couple with zero screen chemistry. (laughs) Yeah, probably explains why they're not a thing anymore. And neither is the Lake House Expanded Universe. But you would like it because when you watch it, you can listen to the How Did This Get Made episode on it which has Ashling B guest starring on it. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's very funny. They talk about it in a bit. So if you're... Say you're in the lake house. You're a single man. Yeah. In the lake house. You're writing letters to this woman that you're falling in love with and find out she lives in the past. Yeah. How long would it take you to contemplate what would happen if you just kind of rest your dick in the mailbox? <laughs> Half hour. <laughs> yeah. Dearest Sandra Bullock, <laughs> let's give this a try. Just like a checkbox yes, <laughs> checkbox no. But yeah, I mean, it just seems to you, because I, I was originally going to do, and we talked about this before, the TARDIS. Yeah. Because I was going to argue it was a house because the Doctor lives in it. But the problem with actual time travel like that is I would probably bring the downfall, downfall of time and space by spreading covid throughout the known universe yeah and also i would tell you that the tardis is not a house it's also arguably not self-isolating no no also not that i mean to be fair the amount of people we're bringing along on this journey yeah there's not um... we could self-isolate in the tardis though because it's big enough yeah and it's the the only way to get the alfreds home (laughs) (laughs) it's not a house but yeah for for me it just like like i said it's the selfless move because it might stop us having to self-isolate and at the very yeah. least, it means I get to have uh, Keanu Reeves as a pen pal I'd be writing to for 10 days. <laughs> Dearest Keanu, I'm still in the house. We just recorded a very meta episode of our podcast. Do you know who James Gunn is? <laughs> I've been thinking of you, Keanu. There's this pangolin. <laughs> is it sweaty over there? Question mark. <laughs> oh... It's only oh, day three. It's only day three. Fuck. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I like the... I don't think I'd necessarily enjoy the lake house itself as much as the other properties, but I can see the benefit of yeah. trying to uh, alert it is, uh, past Keanu Reeves. Well, as as 
everyone apart from the Conservative Party have learnt the last year <laughs> and a half is going to take selflessness. Self-isolating is all about selflessness. Yeah. And there's definitely a selfless aspect of this because ready for a very upper middle class thing to say because I'd be staying in a lake house for 10 days. <laughs> but yeah, I just want to be... I, I won't lie. Given the choice of stopping COVID yeah. or being Keanu Reeves' friend, mm. I'm worried which choice I'd make. Well, you know, this is this is the exact same problem that Alex Winter had. <laughs> Damn you, Alex. And now he's had to cancel his appearance at the Prince Charles and, you know, all you had to do was not be friends with Keanu, Alex. It truly is a winter of discontent. Well, I wouldn't like to stay in a discount tent. <laughs> nice. That wouldn't be great isolation. Okay, so that those were our choices on an episode we pivoted to because we both feel ill. <laughs> um, out of your three, what's your top three? In third place, I am going to go with the McAllister's house in Home Alone. Uh, really nice place, but second place you get to fuck around in some Iron Man armor. Yep. And that's a lot of fun. And then In Harry Potter. <laughs> first place, just because of all of the magical wonderment and I think the immense hospitality of the Weasleys, 10 days at the burrow is just going to be great. Nice. So very similar for me. So number three, I'm going for Ex Machina, which is just a very nice house. Yeah. Number two, I'm going for the superhero fancy house <laughs> with... Uh, Lab, like a secret thing in its basement. Yeah. And number one, uh, magical aspects with the supreme hospitality of Keanu Reeves in the past. <laughs> so the house from Ex Machina 3, Wayne Manor 2, the lake house on the lake house 1. I don't think they've even made uh, Ex Machina 2 yet, Ian. Hey! <laughs> Jump straight to 3. Uh, so combined top 3, combined where are we going to be self-isolating giving that number the number one answer is your house. <laughs> the borrow definitely up there for me. Yeah. I, I think it comes down to it is a DC versus Marvel debate, isn't it? It is a DC versus Marvel debate. And I wonder if just the fact of Because they've also both been burnt to the ground, which doesn't This uh, is true, yeah. We can't even tiebreaker one still being no there. I think the the edge that you get with this with Stark Man- Mansion is that well, there's two. One, it's it's more the mo- the modern aesthetic. I think is is very nice with your, your ocean views. Yeah. And then secondly, is you've got a little bit more space because there aren't six Alfreds wandering around. Yeah, true. <laughs> like, I, I I think from like preferably, I would want the Stark Mansion with the Batcave. Because yeah, like, okay. if, if we if we if we're getting rid of like say we're in this weird parallel universe where they've actually hidden the top secret shit in the house, yeah, I would prefer Stark Mansion over Wayne Manor, yeah, because like you said, it's a lot more modern. There's a lot more TVs, boom, yeah. So yeah, I'm I, I'm fine with that for a tiebreaker. So we'll go Stark House three, yeah, and then do you want to be waited on by the Weasleys more than you want to either stop COVID or maybe be friends with Keanu Reeves? Because um, I feel like what, what will happen with the Lake House, knowing our luck, right? Yeah. So, because obviously two years is the time travel you want. Yeah. The, the Lake House mailbox sends letters back in time. Two years! It's a two-way thing, though. So it's yeah. a two-year time window. That ties this up perfectly. That what is going to happen, we're going to put a letter in there saying... Dear Keanu Reeves, loved your work in the John Wick films. Also, 
Bill and Ted Face the Music is underrated. Yeah. There no, is no, no, this... no. Bill and Ted Face the Music, as we have said, is the is the most average of average movies. It is, it is the perfect five out of ten movie. I, I It is growing on me out of shit. But I think I also watched it on a... I re-watched it when I was having a bad day. Okay. And the wholesomeness really does kind of draw through. Oh, it's but... had the... It's had the um showgirls effect on you uh, yeah yeah the showgirls effect uh real thing yeah is a is an underrated movie um so there's this thing called covid yeah there's a pangolin and a bat whatever <laughs> can you please stop it yours sincerely the podcast nobody asked for brackets do you know who james gunn is close brackets the act of that letter going back sends covid back to december 2019 and that's where covid starts yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be a fucking cyclical yeah time loop thing because can you change the past if it's already happened there was this weird thing with the tree like the lake house time travel rules they play fast and loose but given given how things are going given that you explicitly used this phrase earlier in the episode social distancing lockdowns and boris johnson being cut we're going to be the ones who accidentally start covid by being pen pals with keanu reeves yeah fuck so on that note yeah the Burrow first. The Burrow first. Lake House two, because it might be Lake House two electric boogaloo. <laughs> Lake Lake House two electric boogaloo. Yeah, but what we just have to do is we just have to use it as a way to like, okay, hear, hear me out, right? We 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 accept that that COVID is a thing, and we don't want to meddle in that. We just use it as a way to like get Keanu Reeves to kit the lake house out with lots of stuff and Keanu Reeves merchandise and like an advanced copy of John Wick 4 so we've got stuff to do whilst just isolating at the lake house. That makes sense and we can give the Covid stuff a go like I mean that's what we're doing over Christmas Yeah, but we can we can see if he can try and stop it under the knowledge that maybe we're the ones who send it back in time but this got heavy um, but also, Keanu Reeves is great. One he is, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, but also, just I, I know you like him, but maybe don't put your dick in the mailbox. <laughs> you never let me have any fun. <laughs> That's where COVID came from. Ian, <laughs> what are you doing? You're funny. You'll find it funny. It's funny. <laughs> It'll be a laugh. I've drawn a face on it. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Alex Whitley. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, he's aged, you remember he's, me from such films as Bill and Ted and Bill and Ted Two. He's aged. He's not aged as well as Keanu Reeves, but he's not aged that badly. Well, the self, six Alfreds are going to be uh, bitterly disappointed in me. Okay, yeah. so the podcast only asked for top three movie houses we'd self isolate in. Number three, we have the Stark Mansion yeah. from the MCU. Number two, we have the Lake House from the Lake House. Another one, we have the Burrow from the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. If you agree with our choices, if you are slightly disappointed that we didn't actually go into detail on our top three of 2021 list, uh, fuck you. We've got COVID. We can do what we want. Um, but you can find us on Instagram at the podcast nobody asked for. And you can also find us on Patreon at the podcast nobody asked for, where you can help us further our relationship with James Gunn who liked our tweet while we were recording this. Oh, he didn't just like our tweet. He replied to our tweet. Oh, if, yeah. you, if you'd like to view James Gunn's reply to our tweet you should find us on Twitter at NobodyAskForPod with the number 4. You can also find us on Facebook. You won't find James Gunn there. Well, you might, but he won't be talking to us. He's talking to us on Twitter. <laughs> Twitter people, 
it's a it's a good thing. It, I, I won't spoil what he said, but it's it's funny. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, also uh, we have a website www.podcastnobodyasked4.co.uk. You can find all of the things that you need to find there. All answers about life, the universe, and everything. And Alfred's. Life, the universe, and Alfred's. Life, the universe, and Alfred's. Um, You can also leave us a review on Apple Podcast, Podchaser, and now you can also leave us a star rating on Spotify if you listen to us on Spotify. That would help us. If you can actually write a review in your review, remember to write uh, any future episode ideas you have, and we will try to do the best ones. Hang on, I got COVID. (laughs) (laughs) That wasn't a joke. That was really painful. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, happy new year, guys. 2021 has been a fucking shite one. Jokes aside, I'm really glad I found this podcast to kind of help get through with stuff. It's been it's been a difficult one. Yeah. Really. Uh, 2022, though, there's great stuff lined up for that. Thanks to everyone for listening. Thanks to everyone for being awesome. Old Lang Syne and all that shit. Yeah. Uh, and I'm, I'm fairly sure we're going to start next year with an episode with James Gunn, so that's something to look forward to. <laughs> <laughs>